Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. As we approach the uh, second anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Feb 2-2, is the situation on the ground in Ukraine worsening for the country's defending military? The Globe and Mail is reporting forced conscription of military-age Ukrainian males is taking place, causing much anxiety in the country. As well, the country's president has said uh, Donald Trump's claim that he can stop the war within 24 hours is very dangerous. Glad to have back with this uh, Ambassador Oleksandr Sherba joining us from Ukraine, former Ukraine ambassador to Austria and member of the Ukraine diplomatic mission to the United States. He's the author of Ukraine versus Darkness, Undiplomatic Thoughts. Ambassador, how are you? I'm good. Good to hear you, Roy. How are you? Yeah, I'm I'm well I'm I've got laryngitis. It's not good for a radio talk show host. <laughs> it's not good. No, it's it, it but it, but it's getting better. Thank you for asking. Alexander, what's the situation now today in Ukraine and the war with Russia? Overview. Well, the situation where I am in uh, in the capital city is uh, tense in the way that uh, quite often there are these uh, nightly missile attacks. Uh, uh, right now, there have been reports that uh, these missile uh, carriers uh, are in Black Sea. Uh, probably getting ready for something overnight, uh, but we still have uh, uh, the Patriots. We still have the shells for Patriots. The bad news is that we are not receiving any more from the United States because the United States uh, took some time off on uh, supporting Ukraine. And once we run out of uh, air defense, uh, it can be uh, uh, much, much worse here. And of course, the situation on the front line is... Uh, uh, growing more and more difficult. I, I'm in touch with a friend of mine who fights uh, in Donbass from the very first days. He left his life in Austria and uh, he's there. And uh, he says now they have in a month what they just used to have in a day. He, he's, a, he's an artillery, uh, so he means uh, the shells. Uh, yet um, his unit is holding the position. It's one of the most, uh, you know, difficult ones near Vuhledar. Nevertheless, uh, they are holding the positions like uh, most of uh, our units in Donbass and in the south. But we do hope and we do pray that the United States will will return. Yeah. So, so you're running out of munition. Or you don't have yeah. as much as you had, which means the same thing, you're running out. And you're running out of Patriot uh, missile systems, which protect your cities from missile attack. And uh, yet Mr. Biden talks about being committed to supporting Ukraine. But there are voices in the United States who are saying no more or we shouldn't give much more. Um, Germany, I think, is stepping up. In Europe, I, I may be wrong about that, but I read that they are. But they can't match the United States as far as providing armament is concerned. So if the slowdown continues, while Mr. Putin's forces are being armed and supported by the likes of Iran and North Korea, 
That's very worrisome, isn't it? It is. It is. It, it looks like the axis of evil right now is more reliable than the axis of good, uh, also known as uh, free world, the free world. Uh, and quite frankly, um, it's a strange kind of situation where the whole, you know, the industrial uh, potential and the uh, moral superiority of uh, the free world uh, seems uh, weaker than the resilience of uh, three economic dwarfs uh, who are nevertheless, you know, absolutely adamant uh, to do uh, their thing in Ukraine and in Ukraine first, because the next stage of this, uh, he, he, Putin is not planning just to dismantle Ukraine. He plans to dismantle the whole existing world order. Um, it is uh, it is uh, worrisome, quite frankly. Uh, nevertheless, if you look at the surveys in Ukraine, eighty uh, percent uh, are uh, adamantly people on the street. Actually, the the usual Ukrainians are adamantly opposed to any territorial, you know, um, concessions to Putin. Um, uh, the majority of population even supports uh, fighting to their own, even if uh, America decides to walk away. So, uh, if, uh, for instance, uh, somehow anybody would uh, want to force President Zelensky into, you know, surrendering or, you know, uh, giving Putin something, uh, it would be plain undemocratic of him because his people don't want that and his army doesn't want that. I speak to this friend of mine on the front line and ask him, what if, what if uh, we are forced into that kind of situation where we have to make a deal with the, with the devil? What would be the reaction of your of army comrades? What would be your reaction? He says, some people probably would go, but the majority will stay and we will fight. It will be probably some kind of a guerrilla fight, but we lost too many good men in this fight just to, you know, to give Putin what he wants. So Mr. Trump has said, and, and I'd like your thoughts on this, Mr. Zelensky is considering it uh, um, dangerous, very dangerous, quote unquote. But Mr. Trump has said within 24 hours, if he becomes president, it's over because he's a good friend of Putin's and he's a friend of President Zelensky's and all it will take him is 24 hours and the war is over. You know the diplomatic world far better than most. When you hear Mr. Trump say that, what's your, what's your reaction, Alexander? Well, I have to be careful uh, and uh, give uh, the potential uh, president of the United States the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but quite frankly, we are scratching our heads what that might be uh, that would uh, somehow uh, um, resolve this kind of uh, situation and this kind of uh, war. And uh, uh, President Zelensky um, said the right thing in Davos. He said, well, maybe it would make sense for Mr. Trump to visit Ukraine and to learn to think, to learn a thing or two about this country, uh, and maybe share something of uh, his plan because uh, um, we are at a loss, quite frankly. You've lost hundreds of thousands of soldiers, members of the military. The Russians uh, have lost far more. Not, not, they're not. 
killed. You mean all, all killed, all killed and wounded, wounded and killed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So hundreds of thousands. The Russians, much more. They've lost. They, they, they're dead. A number in the hundreds of thousands, and it doesn't bother Putin a bit. Um, what's the story here about military forced conscription in Ukraine now of military age males? What's going on? Well, I see. I see these videos that Russians are so enthusiastically spreading, uh, and uh, on Twitter, on internet. Quite frankly, I live in Kiev uh, uh, from the very beginning uh, of uh, the invasion. I have haven't seen a situation like that. I see uh, men of uh, young age, conscript age, walking freely, sitting in restaurants. Uh, um not uh, fearing of any kind of you know that someone will come and grab them that is quite frankly also a weird situation because some people are fighting on the front line and others uh, are not and um, this is i i can understand the feeling of some uh, ukrainian soldiers who are coming uh for you know for a couple of weeks uh, uh, rest and uh, they see these kind of pictures on the streets and uh, they are of course bitter about it too but uh, i don't know where they uh, obviously it's happening somewhere they say in western ukraine there are some over eager you know uh, conscript officers uh, which are doing that um it's doing in my opinion it's doing only harm and uh, there are many many uh, people uh, of conscript age uh, uh, who uh, will go, they haven't volunteered, but they would go if they receive, if, if they get summoned. So like myself, if I get summoned, I will go, uh, despite my 53 year, years of age and uh, despite the fact that I'm a cancer survivor, uh, I will go. And so would many, many people like me. So I don't know what, what this forest conscript actually is for. Yeah, I mean, I read the story and I wanted to ask you about it. It's concerning news coming out of uh, Ukraine and out of Kiev. Alexander, just cutting to the chase here, without American support the way you had it, can you win the war against Russia with Russia being supplied by Iran and North Korea? Well, I think uh, uh, Ukraine will survive uh, because Ukraine uh, is tough and Ukraine has uh, the support of decent people and nations of the world uh, like uh, the UK, like Canada, like uh, the countries of EU, like Japan. So what uh, Russians uh, call the collective West, uh, I don't think it's a negative term. Uh, uh, but without America um, ultimately winning, without American support, without American weapons, without without American participation uh, with weapons, uh, it would be difficult. Yeah. And uh, by, by by winning, I mean uh, liberating uh, all, all our territories and saving our people from this uh, terror of Putin. Uh, on the occupied territories, this is this is what we mean by not 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 burning down the Kremlin. No, no, um, I understand that. Although you told us once that a senior Ukraine military commander said, "Once we're at the border, this is when your forces were really pushing them back." Said, "Once we're at the Russian border, 
maybe we won't stop. And I understand that's frontline talk, but that spoke of the of the enthusiasm and the uh, and the the sense of um, of, of the the, the, the uh, positive nature. Um, I I just I've run out of time here for our conversation today. I won't take as long to talk to you again. Millions of people in this country, in Canada, support Ukraine, feel very strongly, want our government to continue to provide support. And uh, it's it's often a thought, uh, sort of a throwaway line, Alexander, but not in this case. Our thoughts are with you regularly, daily. And you've got millions of people in this country on your side. Thank you, Roy. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 